to Wise Health for Women Radio with Linda Prater. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Each week with intriguing guests and topics, we'll bring you fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging a shift to new, healthier perspectives. Wise Health for Women Radio, helping women thrive. And now here's your host, Linda Prater. Welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're very glad that you have joined us today. We are having a very good time sharing all of the topics that surround what health really means, wellness, well-being, and it encompasses so many different aspects of our lives. And it's very interesting in preparing for this show, I, I went and looked up what is the definition of health? And this definition has not been amended since 1948. And it is this. Health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. I think we could all agree with that. And one of the other things that we're trying to accomplish in this program is to give you ideas how to be actually healthy in every aspect of your life and that includes your social your spiritual your mind body uh, and physical and so it's all very important to consider the holistic you so we have a wonderful guest today we have tony st Clair with us and tony is going to talk we're going to chat today about health and what it really means and why all these other aspects are very, very important. We're going to talk about how you can focus on bringing more joy, pleasure, and meaning into life and how you frame and perceive the experience, which gives you the power to change things if that's what is is you're aspiring to. Tony, welcome to What's Health for Women Radio. Linda, thank you for having me. I <laughs> always, always enjoy having these wonderful conversations with you. They're always so timely. Yes. They really are. <laughs> and and I, I always look forward to them because it's such a lift to have a more in-depth discussion. I, I think a lot of, and this falls right into health, I think that so often we zoom through life mm-hmm. and everything is superficial, whether it's yes. a, a meal on the go, mm-hmm. I'll put in 10 minutes of exercise. Um, yeah, I can go to church this week, but I can't make it for the next three. Uh, we We are very much haphazard in our lives. And I think what we will talk about today is that mm-hmm. the wholeness of life, the yes. fullness of life yes. is so mm-hmm. much more than that. And by being intentional and just talking about each aspect we're going to do today mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. So I'm going to yes. go out of my way to try and paint pictures if I think that maybe we're being um, very wordy. I'm a visual person. And okay. so, and I know you are as well. Yes. So we can describe people. So first, I'd love you to give our audience the mm-hmm. the um, four areas of health that we yes. will talk about today. And then I want to paint one picture, and I want you to take it from there. How about that? That sounds great. All right. Awesome. So what are those four aspects? Well, first of all, I want to dovetail on what you said, that health is not merely an, an absence of disease, but it's mm-hmm. a, a total zestful and energetic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and having said that, there are four elements of healing or existence okay. that I believe is health that falls into this definition. One is the physical. We all know about that. That's the doing, where we're surviving and thriving in the material world. 
by taking care of our bodies and hopefully enjoying them. That's the that's the physical, and that's kind of where all <laughs> yeah, there, there is that, isn't there? Yes. Yes. yeah, because we can have the body and not enjoy it. So that's kind of the physical. And we focus on the movement, right. maybe we focus on food, but that's that's one level. Mm-hmm. Um, the other level is the emotional. That's the feeling. That's the full range of the human experience, including you know meaningful contact and connection with others and and ourselves, which is why you and I enjoy you know conversing so much. That's the emotional. And then there's the mental, the thinking, that's the attitudes, beliefs and values that we have that impacts our health and actually informs um, how we feel. And then there's the spiritual. That's the essence of who we are. Mm-hmm. And it transcends the mental, emotional, the physical. Um, it, it's really an understanding and pursuit of our passionate purpose. And I know it's a term oh, that's I thrown love the around way you a lot. Put that because <laughs> without a purpose, um, Life is very, very difficult. So all four make us whole and give us the richness. So I'm going to paint you person A. Mm -hmm. And then I'd like you to take all these discussions and and talk about it. So person A is the picture of physical health. Boundless energy, perfect Mm -hmm. digestion, sharp Mm -hmm. mind, no chronic inflammatory conditions, and rarely ever gets colds or flu. Mm -hmm. But in the other areas of life. This person is a wreck. They have mm-hmm. terrible relationships. They're selfish. They don't contribute to the lives of others. No sense of humor. Rarely has fun. Is miserable most of the time and doesn't know what to do with themselves most days. <laughs> okay. So that I've, I've seen that person, by the way, in my, in my, in my practice. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back and say these people are actually experiencing um, a, a level of health that's not chronic, but it's catching up. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't have um, any inflammatory markers yet, but perhaps they're having some digestive issues. They might be, it might be, you know, very small, subtle, but that's still saying that because it's a stressor, it's still stress. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they might be experiencing, you know, maybe hair falling out. Or maybe I'm not sleeping as well, but it's okay. So these are all signs that there's something out of balance emotionally or, or mentally. It's, right. it's a right. stressor. It's still a stressor and it's still mm-hmm. an imbalance. Mm-hmm. And so these are my, and I love these clients because they'll come to me because they have all the answers. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing the other, <laughs> doing all the right things. Why am I not getting the right results? And so this is when I, I'm very subtle or maybe not so subtle about my approach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. So there, there's a question I, a questionnaire that I give all my clients because whether you're working on the, the, the emotional health side, the physical health side, I need to know mentally how you're feeling. And it's called, uh, are you ready to make shift happen? Mm-hmm. And so I just start asking questions and things will start coming to the surface about their lives. What are your beliefs? What do you believe about yourself? What are you most happy about? What juices you? What doesn't you juice go. you? What are the things right. that you love most about yourself? What are the things you don't like about yourself? Who do you have the best relationship with? What makes that relationship good? And this is how I understand and I'm able to raise awareness that there's a hole. <laughs> there's a hole. That it's not so simple. Yeah, that, that you can be doing what you perceive is health. And I think this is where the definition of health is not well understood. Um, mm-hmm. and, and when you look at a definition that hasn't been amended since 1948, I think you are seeing a lot of articles about well-being. That yes. seems to be the new well word at this point. Um, but it but it really is pointing out and discussed 
has some real deficits in you know, well, more than one, two of those areas, spiritual and emotional, this person is missing things. Mm-hmm. And it's just an example of mm-hmm. someone who we've seen them, we know them, you've met them in your practice, mm-hmm. and you're okay. But I have to ask you this, what, other than not feeling quite fulfilled or contented, well, is anything else going to drive them to change and to someone like you? Yes. Yes. Okay. There's always this feeling of not feel, of feeling a little off. There you, know, you just, go. I'm just, okay. I'm not I'm doing, that was me. And that's how I, I, they're mirrors. I get it. That was me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just, um, I, I, I love what I'm doing. I actually have a client. Oh, I'm so excited. She <laughs> is from Texas. So I want to leave her as, use her as an example. And she has her own interior design business, really doing great work. Um, but not, able to enjoy her work the way she wants to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, so what's going on with the, you know, with the work? And uh, it's, she, she has the purpose, but the passion isn't there for it because she's not doing the work the way that it was designed for her to do. She's doing more doing instead of being in the work. It's more, I've got to, if I'm doing this because I need to get money um, but I'm not really enjoying it the way I need to enjoy it. And so I said, well, if you didn't have to worry about money, space and time, you know, all those things we all worry about, how would you run your business? How would it be run? Well, I would do yoga for an hour in the morning and I would do this, that's the other. So she introduced all these wonderful balancing things that she's not doing. So she's not enjoying the work that she's doing because it's all about the work. So she found her passion. Well, she found her purpose, but can't do it with passion because she's not balanced. Does that make sense? It makes total sense because I think that it's very easy, especially when you're working very hard. Say you're a solo entrepreneur or something Mm -hmm. like that, and you Mm -hmm. get so involved in what you're doing Mm -hmm. that you do lose the balance. And without others to talk to you about it, you look like the picture of success. Yes. And and that is that's the face we show to the world. And yes. I, I'm I'm hoping that all of our I'll call it Facebook world where you only put the happy perfect pictures yes. up. <laughs> um, you know, it's so phony and yes. it's not very authentic. But I do find this is why I love this program for women over forty. I think while you get over forty, you become wiser, you become mm-hmm. more self aware. She was at least self aware enough to be yes. able to tell you what she would do. If she could. Yes. I asked her questions. What's missing? All that. And, and it was affecting her adrenals. So it was mm-hmm. making her tired all the time. And mm-hmm. so, you know, she was she was concerned. I can't do the work the way I want to do it. What's going on? And that's when I asked, what would a day look like for you if you didn't mm-hmm. have to worry? And people, if you ask them that question, they they should be able to tell you what a perfect day looks like. If not, then we've got some other issues to work through. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, most people should be able to do that. You know, I venture to say some people don't, though, because um, they haven't been asked the right questions. Yeah. So I, I want to encourage everyone here um, from many of these shows. I've heard from various coaches of various sections of our lives, which all create the whole, that there's help for just about anything and everything that you want to find these days in coaching and expertise and wonderful people who can get to the bottom of things by asking the root questions. I think so often health (laughs) and medicine try and just give you an answer. 
but yes. not get to the root cause of things. And um, we had a wonderful woman on who talked about functional medicine, where you really mm-hmm. pull back and get to the root of the matter instead of taking the symptoms. Um, we are going to have to go on a short break shortly, and you are listening to Wise Health for Women Radio, and other shows are posted at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. We'd love to have you sign on and listen to more shows. We are going to take our short break, and after this, we will continue our discussion with Tony St. Clair about the meaning of health and what it means for you, and we look forward to far more discussion on this topic. We will be right back after these very, very short messages. We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Did you know that the average teenager drinks twice as much soda as milk? Since 1983, sugar consumption in the U.S. is up 28%. Why is that? There are several reasons, but one of the most common is soft drinks. 20-ounce beverages have become the norm, and it's not surprising to find that 43% of our sugar comes from drinks. Sugar is blamed for poor nutritional diets. USDA data shows that people whose diets are high in added sugar eat less calcium, fiber, iron, protein, and many other important nutrients. Fat-free foods are also a culprit. Since sugar is fat-free, many people tend to think it's okay to eat as much as they want. Remember that just because a food is fat-free does not mean that it's calorie-free also. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. We all know how important it is to drink water throughout the day. It is especially crucial when the temperatures are high and it is oh so hot. Drinking water is also a significant element in weight loss. Why is that? Water, like food, takes up room in your stomach and it curbs your appetite. According to Eat This, Not That, a study was conducted by the American Chemical Society. They found that dieters who ate low-calorie foods, who drank two cups of water, which is 16 ounces, lost nearly five more pounds in 12 weeks than dieters who did not consume that much water. Drinking water gives you a feeling of fullness. So when you eat, you eat less. Drinking eight glasses of water a day aids in weight loss and has innumerable benefits. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Welcome back to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're going to shift focus to introduce you to a wonderful company revolutionizing the way women color their hair. This is Madison Reed, a company whose founder, Amy Arrett, named after her daughter. For decades, women have had two hair color options, outdated at-home hair color or the time and expense of a salon. Amy created Madison Reed because she believes women deserve better than the status quo. Madison Reed is the ultimate hair color choice. Beautiful, color-matched, multi-dimensional hair color made in Italy and delivered to your door on your schedule for under $25. You gain the quality of salon color, the convenience and affordability of at-home hair color, 
and an ammonia-free formula with ingredients you can feel good about. In 24 hours, Madison Reed's top-notch colorist had color-matched my hair with their online system for my perfect recommended shade match using this unique color match system. I love my Madison Reed color, and the results are terrific. My hair is beautiful, shiny, and healthy to the touch. Join the hundreds of thousands of women who've tried and loved Madison Reed. Amy Arrett and Madison Reed would like to honor Wise Health for Women listeners with 10% off, plus free shipping and handling on your first color kit by using promo code WISEHEALTH at checkout. That's madison-reed.com, promo code WISEHEALTH. I love my Madison Reed color, and you will too. And I'll paint you a picture, Tony, and we'll do the same exercise again with person B. Sure. So this one is in many ways the opposite. Uh, She perhaps has an autoimmune disease, struggles with low energy, the digestion is weak, and she sometimes has trouble speaking, sleeping, excuse me. But unlike person A, her life is incredibly rich and satisfying. She has deep, nourishing relationships with others. She does meaningful work that makes a difference in the world. She is full of humor, have a good time. Talk about that person. Okay. So that person appears to have it all spiritually and emotionally. She's having good, solid relationships, doing meaningful work. Um, And yet physically is showing all these symptoms, autoimmune, low energy. That person, if that person came to me, I would be looking at attitudes and beliefs. I'd be looking at, um, do you feel worthy of all that that's happening? Are you just going through the motions? Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Yeah. And that's what I found that people have found their passionate purpose, but uh, didn't have the confidence, um, not the confidence, but didn't feel like they deserved it. So Mm -hmm. one limit one limiting belief would be that um, they're going to find out I'm a fraud. Uh, or that's, a, that's a very common problem for women in, in particular, mm-hmm. because women are so harsh on themselves. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that a, yeah. a little bit about Absolutely. The, the limiting factor? Because I think it is, is nearly universal, at least at some point in your life. It doesn't matter what type of work you do or what mm-hmm. your passion is. If you feel less than Mm-hmm. Um, and the fear is there, you cannot show up 100% and it's going to eat you up and it's going to cause that illness because it's still energy. It's still thoughts are just as damaging as the food that you eat. So one of the, even coaches, some coaches that I know, mm-hmm. health coaches, uh, feel like they, they are not worthy of the clients that they get. And so um, they freak out and they have tension headaches and all that because they, mm-hmm. they don't think they're worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And if we just stop for a moment, just stop for a moment and ask yourself, you know, and this is what I do before I get on every call with my clients. I set a strong intention of giving my very best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also know that I am enough just as I am. And I say See, that's things. that self-affirmation. And, and I, I think it's very, very important. I know people make fun of post-it notes with affirmations on mirrors or vision boards or dream mm-hmm. boards, um, but they've been proven to work. Oh, they and, absolutely do. And if you can also get your friends to, to notice that when things are, you know, can you, can you, you know, kind of keep me in your thoughts today? I'm, I'm feeling a little less than, as you just yes. said. Yes. Um, I think that, that, that again pulls your social circle into you, um, allows you to engage. We were not meant to be alone. And that is so important that we, 
I call them accountability partnerships. It sounds more clinical than anything, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a connection with someone and someone you can call. You know, they say, who can you call at 11 o'clock at night and they'll come get you? <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly. I tell my clients this because sometimes they can't connect with um, something, an abstract affirmation. Mm-hmm. And so we try to, you know, do one that that is more meaningful to them and what they mm-hmm. want to do. So that is one way to, to get around it. The other one is if if um, they, as you indicated, they can't muster up enough self-love to get through those affirmations, then I tell them surround yourself with people that are going to, you know, in an authentic way, mirror who you are. Mm-hmm. All parts of you, because we're not all, you know, wonderful, but we're not all awful either. So, um, yeah. So there and are we're not perfect. Don't no. you think sometimes that women strive for perfection and that in itself can be a pursuit that is destined to usually not make it? Absolutely. It's in every aspect of our lives, whether it's athleticism, whether it's eating, whether it's at work, we, we feel like we have to be. It's And with the perfection um, syndrome, it's all or nothing. You're either going to be perfect or you don't do anything at all. Mm-hmm. And that's where I see the, um, the damage that happens with health. Uh, because, well, today I can't run, you know, 15 miles, so I'm not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not all or nothing. You can do burst training for two minutes and get the same benefit. But I also need- find, and this is something a little off topic, but I think falls sure. in with this, is that I think that, Women don't always celebrate their wins. So you just used running as an example. Okay, you're not running today. You used, okay, try this for two minutes. Mm-hmm. So you can be proud of that two minutes that you just did. Yes. Certainly better than nothing. Um, or, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait till Monday. Well, why? Why wait till Monday? Why don't <laughs> I just take and take two or three minutes now and yes. start? You'll feel good. I think the old, you know, take take that first step. You may be reluctant to take, but once you do, how many people tell you, I didn't want to go to the gym, but boy, do I feel good when I got back. Absolutely. Everybody says that, but you make a very good point about celebrating successes. So that's part of my coaching too, because people focus on what they don't have instead of what they do have. They focus on Mm -hmm. what they can't do instead of what they can. And so it's very telling when I say, tell me what you want to celebrate in the way of success since the last time we talked. It can be anything. And if it, I've had one client that if it can't be grand, then she doesn't celebrate it. And I think, well, well, oh. did you sleep in a warm bed last night? Yeah, that's cool. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, you, you, you have to celebrate, like you said, the small things. Mm-hmm. The success breeds success. But if you're always waiting for the big grand things, then life is like not joyful. We talk about joy. Joy I, you know, from- and that's so important. I call them the everyday wins or yes. the everyday miracles yes. um, because they're there. And, yes. and and also think it what's at the root of that. It's also you start to become grateful because you start to notice. Yes. Oh, I did do that. So yes. it's funny, these tiny little steps that seem inconsequential and somebody says that won't matter. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does matter. It does. And, it, and you will realize you are worthy as you start to. Be more aware of the yeah. small everyday wins. It, it, we, and we talk about that, too, in, the, in, 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 in uh, being aware of the, the small wins and the positive things. But we, we also have to understand that we, negative thinking is going to come up. 
But there's a way to reframe that. And that's what I work with my clients on too. So I had a client that was trying to get on a call with me and she was having, she's 70 ish and she was having trouble using zoom, which is how I record the calls. And I told her, I said, take your time. And I talked it through it. And she said, you know, I'm so stupid and I, and, and I, you know, I should know better. So that's when I said, well, we have a limiting belief. We have a perfect example of that. And I said, what else could you have said more loving (laughs) to yourself instead of I am stupid? I said, did you, did you worry you to get through it? And she said, yes. And I said, well, what's a positive thing you could have said? I'm very <laughs> determined. I'm determined. Yeah. Yes. Sounds better than I'm stupid, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. And, and this is why I, I encourage people to consider if they're stuck in yeah. some way to yeah. consider a coach. Because yeah. look how you just gave that one example. Those yeah. are the things that maybe we wouldn't think about on our own. You can read a lot of books, but it's usually people who engage with you that mm-hmm. make a difference. Every day, all day. And if you're not, you, you can't change what you're not aware of. And we just, all I did was raise an awareness without judgment. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you, I didn't say you shouldn't call yourself stupid. Cause then there's, there's judgment. There's a whole other layer of stuff that we have to, you know, the stuff we have to get through. I mm-hmm. just, yeah, I just said that we raised an awareness and now change would take place because you can't unring the bell. She now knows that she does that. And so she can choose to do something different or say something different. But that's very enlightening. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hugely enlightening. Mm-hmm. And so just those, just the awareness of that will have her rethink that the next time yes. she says something negative. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I, I think it is not uncommon to, to not recognize things that are so integral to the way we're living, but making the shift, when you talk to people and they start to make the shift, does the shift build upon itself and become more bold and powerful as the small winds are there? Absolutely. I'm so glad you said that. So when we talk about making shift happen, I have Mm -hmm. a strategy session lasts about an hour because, you know, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that they're a good fit and, and see Mm -hmm. if I can get some shift to happen. And I get members say with an F and when I'm... (laughs) When I'm sitting in front of them, I can hear shift happening right there because the questions that I'm asking are allowing them to really dig deep and think about it. And Mm -hmm. even if they don't have an answer right then, there's an awareness that that's something I need to address. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And from there, we keep moving. We keep building. We keep building. So in the process, it's just like when I work with people that have physical stuff, they're trying to, you know, unleash all the toxic energy, toxic uh, food that they've eaten. We build the body up while we're doing because we can't release toxins with a body that can't take it all. So while we're doing that, I'm actually actually doing that process asking, what do you love about yourself? What do you you know, what do you what do you love most about yourself? So there's a balance. It's not just an unleashing of toxic energy on the table. Right. Right. I mean, a table full of toxicity is never appealing. Oh, and so I can. Yes, I can hear. I can feel shift happening right there in the call because they're allowing themselves that opportunity to do some self-care and self-love and identify what they love about themselves while also saying, I have these other things I need to work on without judgment mm-hmm. that'll make me a more fulfilling, have, make me have a more fulfilling life and more joy and all that. It's scary to go to those places when you've gone there with judgment, right? You, you're you bringing up a very important point, which I call the vulnerability factor. Yes. And um, <laughs> when you do make yourself vulnerable, yes, you are taking a risk. But look at what happens when you do. You become more authentic. I, I have a huge belief that women over 40 are wiser, kinder, warmer, more mm-hmm. self-aware. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we didn't get here. 
without learning a few things along the way. Would you agree? Absolutely. 100%. And it is my passion actually to help those women express themselves in their truest form because they're here to guide other people. These are our wise women years. This, This is the most important. I mean, I know we give birth and we give life, but at this age and stage, we're, we're helping to sustain life and move it forward. Well, and hopefully we walk before our, our younger, you know, sisters yes. so that they can make new mistakes. Don't make yes. the same ones that we did yes. um, because we all make mistakes. But that's also how we learn. And I think that as you get older, you you live and learn a little more gracefully than yes. maybe you would have beat yourself up, you know, in your younger <laughs> years. As And we're coming up on yet another break, and yes. it's going very quickly today. But you are listening to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're talking with Tony St. Clair, and we will be back after these very short messages. We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages. Scotch tape originate in Scotland? Nope. The popular gift wrapping tape was actually developed right here in the United States. In 1926, the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company, 3M, was being a bit rapacious, trying to save a little scratch or money, and started using a cheaper adhesive on their sticky tape. A Detroit automaker ordered some of this newer, cheaper tape to use for spray-painting auto bodies. But the automaker complained because the tape was scotch, a politically incorrect word that meant cheap or stingy. While the tape didn't have the adhesion to satisfy the automaker, it was hardly a Jifu jet. That's an unnecessary thing. It had many other uses, as we all know. So the tape was kept in production, and the name Scotch just stuck. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and for more Words You Never Heard, check out my podcast at wordsyouneverheard.com. Yesterday, I called my computer helpline because I felt an overwhelming need to be made to feel ignorant by someone much younger than me. Hey, I know a few things about computers. The term reboot actually originates from the Middle Ages when horses who stopped mid-stride required a reboot to the hoof to start again. A timinagi is another name for a device that saves you time and labor, such as a computer. Because my computer issue couldn't be resolved over the phone, they sent a Bobby Dazzler over to have a look. The technician informed me that it appeared my computer had been shaken or dropped, or as the Scottish say, misguggled. Oops, did I mention I have a bit of a temper when things aren't working right? It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Wise Health for Women Radio. Tony, in section one, we talked about the person who was lacking in emotional and spiritual health. In the second segment, we talked about a person who was really physically and mentally not doing well, but was very fulfilled and and rich in purpose. Let's talk about the person who has all four of those things, more or less in balance, more or less of the time. Okay. That's very interesting because I, 
I am actually going to use myself as a, a discussion, a case, because I'm, full, I'm fully aware that I need all four of those elements to experience total health. Mm-hmm. But I'm also acutely aware that if I'm off balance in one area or another, it will start to bleed into my other areas. Okay. For example, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm sleep deprived, if my adrenals are not acting uh, right, um, then I don't find joy in the work that I'm doing anymore because I'm tired all the time. Or I start saying, oh my gosh, I should, I start using the should word, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I should be feeling better. I, so I start judging myself. So then the, 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 the limiting beliefs start coming up. Mm-hmm. And then emotionally, maybe I will, I'll refrain from enjoying company of my friends and all that because I've got all this work to do. But what came first, the chicken or the egg? So I, I go back to the root cause, the heart of the matter. And I start peeling back the layers and figuring out what happened first. And for me, in some cases, it's physical. But in some cases, it may start with the mental. You know, maybe something came up that, that, that brought about a, a limiting belief that I have. And it's going to impact, slowly impact those other areas. Did that, does that make sense? Makes perfect sense because mm-hmm. I think that, let's face it, there can be a very negative day come mm-hmm. out of the blue at you with yep. circumstances out of your control, yes. but it affects you, it saddens you, it disappoints yes. you, maybe it's a betrayal, it can be any of those things. Mm-hmm. And I think the better in balance you are, the better you're able to move forward from that and you're not going to see things coming sometimes. So how do you tell people to um, manage those things that are inevitably going to come along? What are some tips that you would give them so that they are prepared and balanced as much as possible to handle the life unexpected moments? Okay, so it's interesting you say that. The healthier you are, just like the healthier you eat, the more clean your body is. When you do something that's not healthy, you're going to feel it right away. Because you know you're out of balance, and that's you know those are choices that you make. So um, if you're not one of those people who you know are, are used to being in balance, um, then you don't know what out of balance feels like because you're already out of balance. But we're talking about people who are already in balance and may feel may feel like something is off. So here here's some tips that I always um, ask my clients to to look at. So when they're out of okay. balance, when they're out of balance um, mentally. I ask them to um, to let me know what's happening in your life that's causing that. Usually it's because they didn't take a good, better, best approach. Something happened that threw them off mm-hmm. and give them go back to that perfection thing and they forgot their mm-hmm. good, better, best tip. Mm-hmm. Go into that because we've talked about that on other shows. Yeah. But, but if you don't mind explaining it for this no, one, no. again, your good, better, best approach. So people truly understand what you're talking about. A good, better, best approach is life happens. It happens to all of us all the time. (laughs) And so you can't stop life from happening, but you can adjust how you approach your health and your life based on that. So if something, uh, for example, if I, if I have to travel, um, and I'm, I'm used to a certain schedule and a ritual around I eat the way I eat because most people can relate to that, but I'm traveling, I get off schedule. I may not be able to eat the way I'm used to, which is the quote unquote perfect way, but I can always explore good, better, best ways while I'm traveling. Can I call in advance and see, you know, what's what? Well, search the internet and see what shop, what stores are available, what what where, where I can shop. Can I take something on the plane with me? Can I those? That's a good, better, best approach. 
Uh-huh. You do what's good until you can do better. You do it better until you can do best. And, then and you may I up. add to this, don't beat yourself up uh, when you can't yeah. always do the best. It's crazy how we do that. But, and then you'll get back on track so quickly. And here's what, what most people experience when they do the good, better, best is like, uh-huh. wow, my, my, I didn't fall apart. It's, it's all mental. It's but that's a mental. positive affirmation. That's yes. a celebration of an everyday win. Yes. That's really important. So thank you for explaining that. I, I think you're right because life does happen yes. and it sometimes happens relentlessly. I mean, people joke about things happen in threes. Um, mm-hmm. So in some ways you get to two not so great things and you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And that's, that's a negative framing right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the fears talk a little bit about how fears can be a limiting factor as well. Well, there are only two emotions that rule us. It's fear and love. Mm-hmm. So you're either in fear or in love. And mm-hmm. so fear and its subsets of being jealous, um, 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 feeling guilty, procrastination, um, anxiety, all those things uh, are a result from fear. So that we have to peel back the layers and, and ask yourself questions. And really, it is as simple as asking questions when something comes up and the fear rises. And, you know, because you'll feel it. And you have to ask yourself, is it real? That's Doesn't an really... excellent question because so many times we waste a huge amount of energy worrying yes. about something that never happens. Right. It's not. And even if it is, is it, is it real? Um, you know, because sometimes things just are, mm-hmm. you know, fear does not change it. Fear does not change it. Love does. Oh, fear puts you in um put you in sympathetic mode so you can't think your way through it. Parasympathetic is where um, where you're thinking. You can get through it better. But yeah, I always ask myself, is this real? Does it really define me? Am I still worthy of love? All, lots of questions we can ask around that. Well, but those are the questions that I think people just need a couple to understand the examples mm-hmm. of what you're talking about mm-hmm. because fear pervades our lives. I think we live in almost a culture of fear. Yeah. Um, there is either real or perceived fear out there a lot. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there's high anxiety. 40 million Americans are affected by high anxiety, uh, diagnosable anxiety. And, <laughs> yes. Some of it is mm-hmm. exacerbated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that can be a vicious health cycle too. And so that ties in emotional and mental, which leads mm-hmm. to physical, All the which time. means there isn't the spiritual. Right. I mean, I'm, let's draw these together for people so yes. they can honestly see that okay. it's a cascading effect, really. Yeah. And I, I'm glad you mentioned it like that. You're so good. Okay. Oh, so when we're tying together the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What we're really talking about is creating space. So when you are um, taking 75% of your energy to digest food or process out toxins, mm-hmm. do you have creative space for spirituality or figuring out why you were here or how to do it? Nope. So the cleaner you eat, the better you treat your body the more space you create to deal with some of the other stuff. Same thing with emo- mental. Mental, when you have attitudes, beliefs, issues, that's creating space that has to be dealt with your body. Your mind's constantly dealing with that. So you don't create enough space to deal with the spiritual. Remember, I told you it's just as impactful as what you eat is what you put in your mind. Okay, Emotionally. Yeah, I, mm-hmm, go ahead. Yeah, keep going. No, no. So emotionally, when you don't have loving, kind relationships with yourself and with others, 
there's this space of negativity. There's a space of needing because love is something that we crave. And so you can't you you're, you don't have space created for the spiritual. So remember, it the spiritual transcends all that. And so while you're on the path to creating this, you know, this 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 wonderful life that you were brought here to do and to create um, and to do whatever you were meant to do to heal the planet. All mm-hmm. these things have to be dealt with first before that can be fully realized. I do believe that. I do too. And and I sometimes, I, I'm a very visual person. So I sometimes envision a box with those mm. four elements in them. And mm. when I notice that one of those elements is shrinking, mm. um, that's an indicator to me. Um, yeah. Sometimes visuals, I don't know, I throw that out there just because some <laughs> others may be visual as well. But if you ignore that, part of the box you know you're going to find the other pieces start to diminish as well it's like a chair it needs four legs mm. i sort of <laughs> picture it with a, a spiritual umbrella over the top and then mm-hmm. that three-legged stool yep. with the other three things and y- you you'll stay safe secure happy mm-hmm. uh in balance with all of those pieces so there's my visual for the day do you have a better one I don't know if it's better. It works for you. And that's the thing about visuals, right? <laughs> um, um, right. So I, I think really about, okay, there are pillars of health and that's, that's four pillars. And you need, an, I think, you know, an even for a good foundation, you need them all to be sort of fairly even. But if one is falling short and you're, you, you don't quite feel, it's like a, you don't quite feel steady at any point in your life because one of them may be shorter than the other. Like you just said, there's, there's this feeling of being on a tightrope, maybe not feeling steady, not feeling grounded, not feeling a hundred percent. So when you start um, balancing those out, there's this like, I don't know. It's like a hum. It's uh, I don't know. I, I the, the only way that I've I can got another example for you. Sure. Um, and are you familiar with a, a level or a torpedo level, a little handheld one that has the bubble in the middle? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you know, there's a that you want that bubble to most often stay between the two lines, but yes. life isn't always like that. So as the bubble shifts a little bit, you need to adjust the other way, or, or consider a seesaw. Yes. You know, there's there's very simple math, methods of thinking about this, but you know, when something is out of balance, it's best to catch it in the beginning yes. because yes. then you don't have to make massive shifts. I How agree, do you but tell people to do smaller shifts so that they don't have to do a major shift? Smaller shifts come with rituals. So as soon as you figure out there's something wrong, you have to go back to the foundations. And part of that for somebody who says, oh, my gosh, they're always getting into negative. Um, I I, I just don't know what I want to do and, or they focus on what they don't want to do. So I tell them, focus on what you want to do. <laughs> they talk about, they focus, they tell, Oh my gosh, I hate this. I hate that. Well, stop bashing what you hate and promote what you love. Again, you're looking at word choice. You're looking yeah. at um, attitudes and yes. it, it all really comes, it comes to roost. It's going to unbalance you at one point or another. So Again, self-awareness, again, considering what is going on in the world around you. And again, taking a look at the small shifts that you can make that mm-hmm. will keep you a little more balanced as time goes on. We're not going to yeah. always do that. I mean, we trip as we walk sometimes, right? Absolutely. Um, there are steps, you know, potholes in the road of life. I mean, these things happen. But I love the smaller shifts come in rituals. We are going on our last break. And let's talk after the break about 
the, how those rituals, we can bring them to practice, we can use them, we can embrace them, and, and we can really look forward to them as we go into each day. You are listening to Wise Health for Women Radio. You can find more of our shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. We will go on our final break for this show, and we look forward to talking with you more when we get back in just a few seconds. We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages. It's words you never heard. Did you know you can burn as many calories in 45 minutes of yard work as in 30 minutes of aerobics? Yard work is a total body workout consisting of pushing, pulling, lifting, and carrying. Using a push mower alone can burn 300 to 500 calories in an hour. Raking and bagging with a pooking fork, that's a fork often used in gardening, burns about 330 calories per hour. Cleaning and digging with the dibble, that little hand spade, can burn approximately 400 calories an hour. Stay fit by horb-gorbling. That's just puttering around the yard. To me, a perfect summer day is when the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and the lawnmower is broken. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The Archives of Internal Medicine published a study done by the Cooper Institute and UT Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas that found that people who are fit at midlife have less chronic diseases in later life. They state that a person's fitness level at midlife, which is generally considered as the years from about 45 to 55, can improve not only the quantity of their life, but also the quality. The research showed that the participants who were more fit at midlife had less risk of chronic conditions such as diabetes, heart failure, coronary artery disease, chronic kidney disease, Alzheimer's, and certain cancers in later life. The bottom line? A lifestyle of daily exercise pays off now and in the future. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Welcome back to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're talking with Tony St. Clair. And on the break, we were talking about how all of this discussion of the the four pillars of health and and all of these visuals that we just talked about in the last one, I think that um, we will bring people around to understanding that health is more than just nutrition and exercise, that it is more. Their pieces in life, the purpose, the joy, and the pleasure, and the meaning. And I'd like to focus on that for this this last section because I think that's the piece that sometimes people don't think of as mm. enhancing their lives. Um, there's a lot of statements like um, people don't well, – people live their lives. No, they accept their lives. They don't live their lives. And I think there's a lot of people like that who get on the hamster wheel every morning. They fall into bed at night. They may eat right. They may go exercise. They may, you know, even have some rituals that work for them. But how can we focus on bringing more joy, pleasure, and meaning into our lives? And how does it give us tremendous power? And how do we have that tremendous power to make those changes? 
Good question. Complicated answer, but I'm going to simplify it. Okay. <laughs> Good. That's, okay. Yeah. That's, 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 yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe your listeners hear this a lot in their own heads, or maybe they're, they're living their lives waiting for something to happen before I do something else. So when I, when I have peace, I'll take care of ABC, or when I have peace, I will pursue my passionate purpose, or when things are perfect, I'll pursue my passionate purpose. How about this? How about if you start pursuing your passionate purpose and then you'll be experiencing peace? We do it in reverse. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to take that one step. So um, I, I had a client that loves to paint um, or she's, you know, she's an artist, but because it didn't bring money, it, bring, it brought joy, it didn't bring money. She didn't want to pursue it. But yet she was very unhappy. And, you know, the money doesn't bring happiness. If we haven't figured that yeah. out by now. We need to have another show. But anyway, but I said, what small thing can you do right now towards um, that that love that you have of painting um, that will make you feel like you're you know in, in more in alignment. And so she started making um, holiday cards or birthday cards or things like that. And so and that led to something else, and that led to something else. And now she's going to do a book of her art. Oh, wonderful! And she's starting to experience joy. She experienced joy because she stayed in the moment and she started focusing on what she could do, not what she couldn't do. I love that. Talk about that right there. That's a very important point. Mm-hmm. People look so far to the outcome and yes. the steps, 20 steps down the road. Talk about how staying mm-hmm. in the moment and accomplishing that in the moment, small step or large, yes. is is a, a more reasonable way of taking a look at achieving other things. Okay, good. Good question again. Good observation. <laughs> so, again, I go back to my own experience in working with my clients we, we, we make goals. Okay. We make goals. And the goal is I want to be in the size six or whatever size people want. They think is ideal. And so the focus is always on that outcome, always on the outcome. And so while they're going through the process of me trying to create new habits that serve them, the, the goal is just that. I mean, you know, whether you make it or not, it's the, it's what you're doing along the way to create a lifestyle that support you once you get to that size six. Mm-hmm. What they focus on every day is a size six. So if I'm not losing weight every day, if I'm not doing this every day, I'm miserable, I'm miserable, I'm miserable. Um, and I find that that when I when we, we just have to focus on daily wins and not focus on that large outcome. I know it doesn't make sense. The goal, we create a goal. Now you're telling me not to focus on it. Nope. I'm telling you to focus on today. What did I do to support my health? Right. You I, know, it's it's so it's as simple as a, a house analogy. You you yeah. can't build a house in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't yes. birth a baby in a day. It nope. takes nine months to get that baby yes. to life, and yes. you don't go back snap into your skinny jeans in you know a week. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Yes. Um, but those those steps along the way that you're talking about, coming back to this point, is that. The, the steps along the way also start to bring in that yes. celebrating the daily wins. Yes. And isn't that joyful? That's always joyful. It's, it's what I call the, it, the beauty of becoming. Mm, I like that. The beauty of becoming. And that is the mindset of greatness. One of them is enjoy the mm. beauty of becoming. Trust the weight. Embrace mm. the uncertainty. And this realize. Oh, I like what, all of those. Okay. Yeah, I tell them I, I did a book a bookmark really for my clients so they can see it all the time. So when nothing is certain, everything is possible. 
That's the mindset of greatness. And when they forget, I tell them to pull out their bookmark and look at it. <laughs> mindset but, but it's true. And what, and that is a total reframing. <laughs> the first part of that phrase and flips it on its head in the second part. Yep. Say that again because it was beautiful. So the mindset of greatness is you have to enjoy the beauty of becoming. And Trust. nothing is certain. Nothing when nothing is, is certain, and, everything is possible. When nothing is certain, everything is possible. When nothing that's is actually certain, very, very beautiful. That, that's the kind of statement that would fit every one of those pillars. <laughs> every last single one of them, the mindset of greatness, the mindset of greatness. And, and if you maintain that, I, I'm telling you, it, it's, it can change your life. And not only your life, and this is why I do what I do, mm-hmm. because when I change a life, then that person changes the life of life of another person and that changes the life of another person. And it starts working towards healing the planet. And we all do what we were brought here to do. This well, is and why. I call it one family at a time, one person at a time. And yes. I think that it, it, those are not inconsequential things. That's again, no. where somebody says, well, I'm not affecting too many people. Oh, you have no idea <laughs> how the ripples from what you do with a kindness, mm-hmm. uh, warmth, a connection, You sometimes do not know it ever, but sometimes someone will come back to you and say, you know, you said this and that caused me to do that. And those moments, however rare, are very, very precious. Absolutely, positively. And thank you for saying that. I just think that if we just if we just like you say, celebrate the small things, we stay in a moment every day. There's something to be joyful about. And you know what? Even if you can't find success in something that you did, some accomplishment that you did, I want people to say, well, you know, that's a, that was, that was a teachable moment. What was mm-hmm. that moment trying to tell me? What, what, what do I need to learn from that moment? That's still the beauty of becoming. You know, I, let's not forget sense of humor. Because I think that that is just huge. So I was going through a very dark time for many years. And I got to the point where the next blow would come. And I I started to call them my enriching moments. And I would start to laugh because enriching made it sound like wonderful. I was taking a class or I was doing something fun. No, no, no. It was just coping with the next blow that came. And everybody has these times in their lives when yes. things really just rain down and don't seem to have a stop, a relentless pace. But even just by calling it, oh, another enriching moment, um, I found myself being funny about it. Maybe it was a little <laughs> bit of dark humor, yes. but it worked. It worked and it made others laugh and it made me laugh. And that's healthy. So I joy and laughter and power, those are those are all good things. The time. I do that all the time when I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm, it's the same lesson, different day. I, I think I get it now. All righty then. You know? Or I'll say, okay, it's time to sit still. There's something, you know, mm. I, I'm not listening. I'm clearly not listening. And the universe is punching me in the eye. Listen. And and you bring up a, another point that's really excellent. We should talk for about a couple hours. Um, and that is stillness. I think that if if you're not hearing anything, if you really are feeling stuck, sometimes being still and reflecting on those small moments, those winds, those the blessings, the sunlight coming in through the the window, uh, a bird, uh, little silly things, mm-hmm. but they can make you uh, view the day with a better light. I, I just really love all these things. I, where do our listeners find out more <laughs> about your coaching and about you? I know you have a wonderful website. Yeah. Tell them. 
Okay, so you can reach me through uh, my, my, my brand new website, which mm-hmm. is going to be coming out Monday. It's been a little delayed, but it's www.trueselftotalhealth.com. And on there, there's all these, uh, the, all the explanation about all the wonderful services I offer on the true self side, as well as the total health side. Here's mm-hmm. a word of caution. If you work with me, they are two sides of the same coin. I do not work with one without the other because I don't believe they're separable. They are together. Mm-hmm. You cannot express your truest self without having total health. And you can't have total health without expressing your truest self. Um, please visit my website. I have some beautiful gifts for you, um, a, a life and balance go-to guide for all those areas that we always feel in balance. There are five strategies um, by 17 thought leaders on health and wellness and happiness and relationships. <laughs> and then I have a little a little guide I call 10 Essential Elements um, uh, to uh, Living a Happy and Healthy Life. Just 10 things that we take for granted that if we do, we could have a happy and healthier life. And they're easy, simple, sustainable, practical things that you can do. So visit my website and um, sign up for my newsletter and get your gifts. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> this is all the slight edge philosophy. I don't know if you know that, um, mm. where they're all easy things to do, but they're just as easy to not do. Exactly. <laughs> but that's <laughs> where the habits come into play, the rituals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk a little <laughs> bit more about that. Okay. So rituals, that's, the habits are what got you where you are now. And we all have to agree with that or this discussion can't take place. This Go ahead. Happen, I this agree. Not, this did not happen in a vacuum. You, you have habits that aren't serving you. So the, the trick is or the goal is to remove those habits that aren't serving you and replace them with habits that do. That requires rituals. That means that is something that you if you're if you're trying to um, take your time and be grateful when you eat then you, you sit and calm and you breathe and you take 20 seconds of prayer. And that actually does more good than most people realize as far as digesting food. But that's a ritual. You do it every day, every day, every day. And it becomes as weird as not cleaning your teeth at some point. You wouldn't go three days without cleaning your teeth. But when you establish, most people won't see. And that's what's going to happen, too. When you develop a habit of gratitude, you're like, ah, it's just going to feel funny. Mm-hmm. It's just going to and that's, that's where, yeah, rituals, habits. I love it. I love it. Tony, thank you for sharing your expertise with us today. You know, health is so much more than the absence of disease or infirmity. And I think we've demonstrated that today with word pictures and and understandings of some of our limiting beliefs. And we don't want you to accept your life. We want you to live your life. You know, our tagline is also helping women thrive. Mm. And all of these things are very, very important to make sure that if you're feeling off balance, take a look. Go to Tony's site, trueselftotalhealth.com. And we've learned so much. Yet again, I always enjoy talking with you. Thank you again for coming on with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been joyful. And I love the work (laughs) that you're doing. You are such an inspiration. I just keep doing what you're doing. You're just amazing. Love you too. It's <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another show. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com.